0: Welcome back to the Audacity to Shine podcast with your host, Pastor Kay. I hope that you are having a fantastic day and I'm so glad that you have tuned in. So I just want to share a story with you today. I remember contemplating returning to my hometown in Ohio to host a SHINE session. SHINE sessions are empowerment sessions that I host for women and SHINE is actually an acronym for sharing hope and inspiration, for new expectations. So I've always had the desire to help people, build up people, help other people discover their authentic self. So I hosted what was called a Shine Session specifically for women. It was in Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio. But I was so afraid and so apprehensive about going back, even though that's where it all started. So today, I just want to give you the backdrop of why I was so challenged with going back. I mean, I had visited my hometown and even my home church, but not in a ministry capacity. So again, just want to share the backdrop of why I was contemplating, why I was hesitating, why I was challenged with going back. So I grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. Shout out to all the people in the Yo. And I attended an apostolic Pentecostal church there and served in ministry for over 30 years. I had married and was blessed with three outstanding sons. And I never wanted girls, so God honored my request there. Um, We had nice homes. We had nice cars. Our kids went to the best schools. Both my husband and I served in ministry We had great friends, great family, an outstanding pastor. Nevertheless, I wasn't really happy in my marriage. We went to counseling and we always wanted to please God. So we felt that it was our obligation to stay in the marriage. It was our obligation to God and to our kids We knew that what God had joined together, let no man put asunder. So we believed in that. But in 2014, my husband took a job in Phoenix, Arizona. Our two older sons had already gone to college. So now my youngest son and I, we went to join my husband in Arizona. He had gone out about three months before us. Now that was a major move. However, my parents had passed, my bishop had passed, so it just seemed like it would be a good time for us to move. What's interesting is that problems and issues are not always geographically located, so your problems and your struggles follow you wherever you go. So needless to say, my husband and I had several conversations while in Arizona And we came to the conclusion that our marriage just wasn't working. So I chose to drive to Houston, Texas to be with family because I just felt like I needed to breathe again. I remember telling my husband that I hope we find our way back to one another, but I just have to leave right now. Well, within a few weeks, I received divorce papers. He felt that he was setting me free that he was doing something good by releasing me. And while we yet had respect for one another, um, I don't believe it was something that either of us really wanted. Nevertheless, we proceeded with a divorce. So listen, I left my hometown in Ohio in July of 2014. I drove 20 hours to Houston, Texas in August of 2015 And was divorced in March of 2016. Now that's a roller coaster of emotions. And add to that, that my bishop who had mentored us for over 30 years passed away in 2010. My mom, who was like my best friend, passed away in 2011. And then my dad passed away in 2013. So this was what I called successive seasons of loss. And I felt lost. I absolutely felt lost. Everyone that I depended on was gone. Of course, I still had my sons and I'm so grateful for them because they gave me a reason to not allow my emotions and my pain to totally, totally consume me. But I still felt lost. I had such a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that I'm a minister of the gospel and now I'm divorced. Uh, I mean, I know divorce was becoming a little more common among people, uh, quote unquote, church people. But that wasn't supposed to happen to me. I kept saying, I'm a minister and he's a trustee. This is not supposed to happen to us. Nevertheless, ladies, sometimes life just Happens. So, in the midst of those successive seasons of loss, I had to rediscover me. I had to navigate through uh, some mental narratives that didn't sound good and certainly didn't make me feel good. It was an extremely tough battle. As a matter of fact, it's probably the greatest battle that I have had to endure, but I fought. And I fought. And I fought. So I want to share with you that whatever it is that you're going through right now, if it's a divorce or a loss of a loved one or anything that challenges your esteem, please keep fighting because you're worth it. I had to rediscover that I am worth the fight. God gave me some amazing friends, along with my own sister, and the bond that I had with these women created a sisterhood. I mean, this sisterhood embraced me, prayed for me, loved on me, and helped me through the hardest process of rediscovery. And I thank God for them. My pastor and my first lady from my home church, along with a few of my friends from home, really rallied around me to help me fight. Again, it was the toughest battle. So enough of that. I think that you have an idea now of why I may have really been contemplating and hesitating about going back home. My contemplation of returning home for ministry purpose was frightening because I was concerned, what will these people think about me? The people that I grew up with, the people that I prayed with, the people that I ministered to, the people that I interacted with for over 30 years, what were they going to think about me? When I first um, considered going back to host a Shine Session, The feeling of shame and embarrassment tried to overtake me. But listen, God had healed me and I believed in myself again, but I really still had not faced the people back home. So I prayed about it. I prayed about it. And that's actually how the title, The Audacity to Shine, came about. God put in my spirit that I had to have the audacity to shine. In spite of the divorce, in spite of the struggle with not feeling worthy or wanted or valuable, I had to have the audacity. I had to have the courage. I had to have the boldness to be who God called me to be in spite of all of the other circumstances. So therein lies the reason for this podcast. I am determined to. To have the audacity to shine. What I've learned through the process of rediscovery, through the process of my pain, is that God has not changed his mind about me. Now, that was a game changer for me. In spite of everything that I've gone through, God has not changed his mind about me, about my purpose, about my value, about my significance. That thought changed my whole outlook. It changed the trajectory of my life. And what I discovered is that there are other women, maybe you, who share similar experiences and challenges and need support just like I did. I want to be that support. I want to be that help. I want women to know that their current circumstances do not have to be their conclusion. I want women to know that they can rise above and overcome. Will it take work? Absolutely yes. Will it be easy? Sometimes absolutely no. But what's most important, is that your fight to become who you really are is absolutely worth it. You are worth the risk it takes to become who you really are. And by the way, I overcame those feelings of shame and embarrassment, and I went back to Ohio and I hosted a Shine Session. And guess what? It was entitled, The Audacity to Shine now it was rewarding. It was confirmational. I did it. I did it. And I kept saying that to myself, Carla, you did it. I overcame the fears and all of the other thoughts about what the people would think. Was I nervous? Yes. Still a little frightened? Yes. But I focused on what God thinks of me and what he has helped me to now think about myself. So ladies, I believe it's our time to shine. I believe it's your time to shine. And I'm concerned about how we allow circumstances, our failures, our disappointments, our struggles, our losses, to interfere with us becoming who we really are. Too many of us, Um, consider our experiences and our situations and our circumstances, and they cause us to shrink back. They cause us to devalue ourselves. Well, it's time out for that. It's time out for that. Ladies, it's our time to shine. And so we're going to talk about ways to find that inner strength and ways to navigate through those negative narratives so that we can indeed have the audacity, the courage, the boldness to shine. Now, I'm already looking forward to episode three and um, our continuing episodes because we're going to be transparent and we hope that what we're sharing will be transformational for you. So before we end the podcast today, I want to share with you what I call my six P's for sisterhood. These are some of the things that I've learned in my process of rediscovery, the process of my pain, the process of me overcoming all of those feelings of shame and guilt, all of those feelings, those, those bad feelings. I remember um, sitting at home crying and wondering if I was ever going to make it through what I was going through and God sent women people to help me. And that's why it is so important for me to have this broadcast and this podcast, because I know that there are other women who were like me. I know that there are those of you who are struggling. I know there are those of you who are going through seasons of loss. And sometimes you just need some support. Sometimes you just need some help. So I want to encourage you today. Whenever you're going through a process, especially a process of rediscovery, it's important to evaluate your circle of friends, your sisterhood, those around you who have influence in your life. Sometimes it's necessary to change our circle. I had to do it. Sometimes it's necessary to change our circle for our healing process and for our advancement. It's not always an easy thing to do, but it's a necessary thing to do. And please remember that this Audacity to Shine podcast is all about building a sisterhood, a sisterhood so that we can advance not only in our purpose, but also in our power and in our performance. That's what this podcast is about. So I want to share with you my six P's of a sisterhood. These are the people that I believe and have discovered that we need in our circle, that we need in our lives. So you ready? Number one, these are the people that you need. You need someone that can pray. Now I am, um, I consider myself a prayer warrior. But through my experiences, there were some times I could not pray. That my emotions, um, the, the experience was so heavy for me. So I discovered I need someone that can pray. That I can call on the phone, that can get a prayer through to God. That when I can't pray, they can pray for me, they can pray with me. So number one, you need people in your life that can pray. Number two, you need somebody that can pull. You need somebody that can pull you. I discovered that uh, there were times when I felt like I was in a dark place and I just needed somebody to take me by my hand and pull me out of it. Sometimes you need somebody to take you by the hand and just pull you up, pull you out. So you need somebody in your circle that is not intimidated to take you by the hand and pull you. And also someone who sees the greatness in you and is not intimidated by your greatness so that they can pull you with them as they proceed. As they continue to move forward, they don't forget about you because you're going through a hard time. They pull you to where they are. You can see where you want to be. They can even see where you need to be. And so they take you by the hand and pull you. Number three, you need someone in your life that can push you. (laughs) Someone that can get behind you and push you into your greatness. Again, these are people who already see the greatness in you. Sometimes the greatness in you that you forgot about. So you need someone in your life that can push you, that can get behind you and push you. You need someone in your life that can place a demand on your gift, your talent, so that you can start operating in it again. They push you into who you really are. Number four, you need somebody that can pour into you. I remember feeling so depleted and so deficient. And so I needed someone that would take the time to pour into me. Inside of us are seeds of greatness, but they're buried underneath our circumstances and our pain sometimes. And so we need that person that will pour into us so that those seeds of greatness will blossom again. You need that person that will pour. Number five, you need someone that will protect you. I always say this about my biological sister. She is always going to protect. What do I mean? Sometimes you need somebody that will stand up for you. Sometimes you need somebody who will speak for you because you're vulnerable right now. You need that person that will just be around you to protect you. That's number five. And then number six, and I giggle and laugh at this one. Oftentimes when you are going through a process of rediscovery, sometimes you need someone that will pay, someone that can take you out to dinner because you can't do that right now. Someone that will pay your way to the movie, someone that will bless you in the meantime, in the interim, until you get up on your feet again. You need someone that can pay. You need these six P's in your life, in your sisterhood. Number one, you need somebody that can pray. Number two, you need someone that can pull. Number three, you need someone that can push. Number four, you need someone that can pour. Number five, you need someone that can protect. And number six, you need someone that can pay. You need these kinds of people in your sisterhood, in your circle. Well, I think I've shared enough for today, but I hope that you take to heart those six P's. And I hope that you will remember that your circumstance right now does not have to be your conclusion. Yes, it's a process, a process of going through the pain. It's a process of rediscovering who you really are, but the process is worth it. You are worth it. You must have the audacity, the boldness, take the courage to still shine. Again, I think this is enough for today. But I'm looking forward to episode three as we continue to have directional dialogue that will help us navigate through life's experiences. So I'm looking forward to seeing you next time. I do hope that you will hold on to those six Ps, write them down, evaluate your circle, because listen, it is your time to shine. I need you to repeat that before you um, turn off this podcast, repeat after me, It is my time to shine. Have the audacity to shine. Love and blessings.